0: everyone welcome back to the podcast thanks so much for spending some time with us we are talking to someone who's i have had my eye on their career for over 30 years i think and part of the reason is because we're talking to another san francisco kid today uh it's a situation where if you guys know how this works in the asian american community my mom knew his mom and so whenever they got together they would brag about each other a little or brag about their kids a little bit so I always knew when Kelvin was in a play or in a movie or a commercial or anything cuz Auntie Mabel would tell my mom about it and then we'd go we go to the theater we go find find him. So we are talking to San Francisco native and actor of over 30 years. We are talking to Kelvin Han Yi. Hey Kelvin, welcome <laughs> back to the show.
1: Chris, I, it is a pleasure, Curtis. Man, you're uh, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Because uh y- y- Who's
0: your mom? Okay, Who so are, my mom is what? Brenda. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so Brenda Chin. Brenda Chin. Okay, so here's how far we go back. So Okay, so tell me. Yeah, so a, Brenda. A Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. ACT, San Francisco Geary Theater. Of course. Right? Of course. You were every year you were in that. What what were you? you I were was go- in
1: that for about uh yeah, for about six years I was in that. I played a number of different characters. You know, for I don't know if you were reminding people that the the American Conservatory Theaters we're yes, talking is. about in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And uh for a long time it has been kind of a standard in In the American theater, really,
0: really right? Well,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if you ever saw things there, but the Geary Theater is as a grand theater in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. and uh, it is a regional repertory theater um, for many years. And I think a lot of incredible artists have come out of the American Conservatory Theater, and uh, I was one of the first Asian american actors there uh you know doing uh, you know uh the classics and stuff like that you know here, here's what it was you know I, so like i said i'd been kicked out of high school and uh you know i was working like you know, odd jobs like uh I was doing some improv in comedy clubs, but also at the same time, I was working like as a bouncer in nightclubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was this this like sort of strip club in the Tenderloin I was working at at part-time as as a little as a bouncer and like that. And the artistic director of the American Conservatory Theater, actually called me to his office and said, Hey, you know, he had seen me in some little small plays uh-huh. at like the Asian American theater uh-huh. company in San Francisco, yeah, yeah. which I was also sort of dabbling in at the time. And he said, uh, you know, uh, what are you doing? And I said, well, and uh, not much. I'm, uh, you know, I'm working at the strip club down the street in Tenderloin, and he said, "Well, you shouldn't be doing that." And so he got me out of that. He uh, he got me into the union, the Actors Union, and he started paying me, a, you know, a wage. You know, he uh-huh. said, "You know, you can you quit your job down there because you're going to get shot." And I said, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> anyway, so theater kind of saved me from huh. that huh. and uh, and gave me an education. At the same time, and so I was a a company member there at the American Conservatory Theater for you know maybe six years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's me. Yeah.
0: Let me get through your uh, your career a little bit. It's long. It's long. (laughs) Oh well, because that's a big that's a big chunk, right? It's going to be well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Take a deep breath. That's uh, where. So
0: we started there in the city, but over over a hundred productions now, including stage and screen. Uh, going back to the uh, '80s, '90s, 2000s. Oh my uh, God. If you've watched, if anyone out there has watched television or film in the last 30 years, you've probably seen Kelvin. Like there are so many shows, I don't even. You I probably
1: get... have, but you probably don't know who the heck yeah, I am. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> right. With, well, I'm that guy that 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 <laughs> you know. I, I'm I'm so not
0: famous. I'm the most not famous guy, Asian guy around. But let me let me read some of these titles, and and you could you could chime in like like quick interjections if you want. Oh, God. So I married an axe murderer, a great San Francisco film.
1: A great San Francisco
0: film. Nash Bridges. I did. Short-lived. I did
1: a lot of work. Yeah. for Don Johnson in Nash Bridges I would come on every season as a different bad guy
0: <laughs> different asian bad guy yeah as
1: a different asian bad guy because <laughs> because, they, <laughs> because you know he needed he needed bad guys yeah yeah and uh San I guess Francisco, they have right. big, <laughs> in San Francisco and so the acting pool is is not as big as like limited. Los Angeles yeah yeah. And I would audition for, you know, for those. Things. And so I'm in, you can look at on YouTube. There's a whole thing about people that have been on Nash bridges and what they're doing now. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so I'm on, I'm in Nash bridges as different as like five different characters. <laughs> it, it, you know, every year I'd be, ai Oh, I was a mad scientist once. Oh, man. Uh, and they put glasses on me then. Right. Yeah, right. I, I was inventing hot sauce with Cheech Marine. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Yeah, that was early in my career. And but that gave me a start. And just recently, Don Johnson did a reboot of Nash Bridges on on the CW uh, network. Uh Uh, It was a little movie thing. And, you know, I contacted them (laughs) and I said, hey, listen. You know, a few years ago, I had done a movie called called Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star.
0: Uh-huh.
1: One of the worst reviewed movies in, in the world, <laughs> a sleazy little movie, a funny movie about the porn industry. But Don Johnson was in it and I was in it playing some bad guy, some <laughs> mobster or something like that. And uh, Don says, uh, it's Kelvin this it is my favorite bad guy in San Francisco. That's Don Johnson. That's my, yeah, Don yeah Johnson that's a good That's a good Don yeah, pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he used to be on, on <laughs> Nash bridges all the time. Hey, hey Kelvin, do you, you ever get your, your residual checks still? Or... <laughs> I'm like, Don, not only do I get my checks, my residual checks from you, you know, I said, I just bought a house here in the valley uh-huh. and you bought a little corner of that yeah. for me. And he laughed how ah, <laughs> ah, Did he hear that? The <laughs> man, he said I bought him corner of his ass. So anyway, so I got a hold of him and I said, you know, you're doing a reboot of the thing and hey man, like old times, come on man. You know, come I'm your you. guy. I'm your guy. So he yeah. brought me back. He nice. brought me back and I'm in the reboot of, of <laughs> Nash Bridges playing the same bad
0: guy number seven. Yeah, <laughs> Right, the
1: bad guy number seven. Right, doing the same crap oh, that I've been doing for 30 years, but, but Uh, you know, there's another residual check. So there you go. Yeah. Bless
0: Don Johnson. Yeah. That's cool. Let me, okay. Let me run, let me run three. Okay. There's more.
1: There's more.
0: Oh, no. Yo, hundreds more. But let me, let me stop me when, (laughs) stop me when you need to. All right. The Bold (laughs) and the Beautiful, Entourage, Criminal Minds, Westworld. How about Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy? I
1: tell you, Grey's Anatomy work is all about being a doctor, uh-huh. and and a whole lot of polysyllabic words <laughs>
0: that you <don't> delivered know.
1: <laughs> clearly and rapidly while you're walking down very clean hallways.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what that's what Grey's Anatomy is about.
0: Well, let's get into some newer stuff. Recently, uh, I and I didn't know you were in this. I just had it on, and then you you popped out all of a sudden. Was see that it have us all the time. It have us all the time. Partner track with Arden Cho, the lovely Arden, Arden. Cho. Oh, uh, the, pop the in.
1: exquisite. Yeah, pop him in. A very interesting, an interesting character because uh, he's a he's a, a, a different kind of character, I think, than you see out of Asian males yeah. uh, in, in the media. He's a refined guy. He's got he's got some cojones. He's got some mm-hmm. weight to him, but yeah. in a very subtle kind of a subtextual way you know
0: yeah and then uh, law and order organized crime this is currently on the air right now, right I've seen yeah you, you can about... watch it on Peacock, which yeah. is the
1: NBC app yeah. or whatever they call it yeah yeah with uh Michael Tao and uh Francois Chow you know some some great Asian American yeah. actors yeah. talent uh we do a a two episode arc on Law and Order. Before the producer is Dick Wolf. I don't know if you know, who right? He is.
0: Yeah, he does, of course. Right, yeah.
1: he does the, the the Law and Order franchise, the uh the Chicago franchise, Chicago yeah. PD, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire. He does yeah. the FBI franchise.
0: Yeah, uh, he he's you got know. the golden touch, right? Whatever oh, he, he touches, uh, well, doesn't.
1: he's he's just a great storyteller. Yeah, he's a very talented guy, and and he's creating a a, a lot of great great content. I think.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, you know, it's good stuff. And then now on uh, this episode might come out after it, but I think it was April sixth. Beef with Ali Wong and Stephen Ewan. Like if if you guys don't know about beef, you're in for a treat, right? This is uh,
1: right. And if this podcast ha- drops after any time after April sixth, I'm sure that you've heard of it. You yeah. will be hearing it about it because uh, it's crazy great. Yeah, it's quirky, crazy, darkly comedic. It's a different kind of thing, but it's a tone and a taste that I think people will really relate to. There's a anger, there's an acidity to it in a funny uh-huh. way that uh-huh. I think a, a lot of people feel inside themselves. And there's also a sort of a healing quality about the... The yeah. the comedy in it too.
0: Yeah, let's we'll we'll save that for a second. Let's let's talk about okay, that a okay. little later because we got it. We got to talk a little Ali Wong later, but we'll talk right, for now. <laughs> oh my let's, god! Okay, let's okay. talk a little Kelvin Han Yi first. Get into this. So, so you were you a theatrical kid as a kid? Were you always trying to get out of trouble by talking your way out of it, or, or what? What? When did, oh, yeah. oh. when did the acting thing start for you?
1: The acting thing start for me. You know, one day I was walking down the street literally and I walked into a place, it was the Asian American theater company in hmm. San Francisco. Okay, and I had no idea what this thing was, but it was a group of actors or artists and among this group were were some, some great playwrights like David Henry Wong yeah. and Philip Gon Gotanda writing plays like a, like FOB and uh and Philip Gon writing uh, uh Yankee Dog You Die and uh Fishhead mm-hmm. Soup and uh the original great canon of Asian American literature yeah. that becomes that becomes all of the Everywhere, all at once, and the films yeah, yeah. and uh, the Crazy Rich Asians, or yeah, but you know, started, a lot of that yeah. writing starts with yeah. yeah that that wave of Asian American playwrights, Frank
0: Chin, yeah. Frank Chin,
1: and <laughs> yeah. novelists uh, at that time, the, the coming out of the sixties into the seventies, early eighties. Amy Tan's that Amy Maxime Tan's King right, Kingston, yeah, 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 exactly yeah. right. And I got to mix it up with all. Uh, I got to know all of those people. it was a yeah. very small group of, yeah, of small, people,
0: but legendary I mean first legendary of its kind.
1: folks yeah and uh you know I was I originated the roles in Yankee Dog You die, which was a Philip Gotanda's seminal work about the Hollywood film industry uh-huh. and uh strangely enough, I have grown up to actually kind of. Become the other character, the older character in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in that play, who uh, you know is who has been in Hollywood for you know his whole career, uh, a lengthy career, and has done lots and yeah. lots of things. And well,
0: um, that's where I met you. Me. I, I you know it was a, it was a long time ago and it's very brief. But I was a kid. I was a theater major in college actually, and didn't really have ambitions to be professional. But why? I, 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 you well, well, we'll talk about that in a second. You know, right. the, the lack yeah. of roles. You had more. Yes. You, you had more stick to it than I did. But, but I so I volunteered <sighs> at the AATC. And was just walking in the prop room, you know, with stuff from the early days and just, <laughs> you know, the legends and, you know, working with, uh, what was her name, Pam? Pam was the- Pam Wu. Pam Wu was the director yeah. there. Uh, uh, that, right. Artistic director. So I was working with her and then you were you were headlining with Greg Wantanabe in Fish Head Soup. Got to meet Philip Kangatanda and got to see right. you- uh, in that little stage on Arguello, over at Clement, it's a right. tiny little. It's a cool space. It's a very cool space. Now it's a dance studio, but it was sure. just it was just a cool time. And, and you know, we we talked a little bit. We weren't friends or anything, but we talked a little bit and just watching you work. We with were Greg, friends. You know? We were no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but we, we were. You know what? We were community. You were friendly. We, yeah, you we were, were definitely, right. We were. Yeah. We were. I mean. There was a brotherhood there yeah. that you yeah, could yeah. feel. And, and, you know, we recognized each other as as Asian-Americans with a hunger for- Because that's
0: all we, all we had was each other, right? Because we didn't that's have a lot of fans had. or anything, yeah. Right. So. And
1: uh, uh, we knew that we were on the same page about a lot of things, right? Yeah.
0: But it was a struggle, you know, live theater. You would think San Francisco could support a small theater, but it was tough. It was tough. But yeah what other memories do you have out of the AATC that that was a cool time for you huh
1: um well yeah and that really that you know that's uh that's the roots of of who i am as an artist because uh the acting art is is really all about creating portraying human beings like these you know right uh these characters they're all they're all reminders you the audience of what it is to be a human being in all of its many 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 forms in all of the many 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 different kinds of stories that i am involved in being part of telling Mm -hmm. it really all boils down to one story it's the, the human story yeah there's there's one story that really right there's one there's one sort of universal truth that if you tell all the different branches of the story, you get closer to what the essential universal is. You kind of do. And that's why representation and diversity and storytelling is, is important because you get all the different shades of, Mm -hmm. of, of what it is. And you get closer to it and the specificity of it by the divergent, the diverseness of, of art and storytelling and culture and humanity.
0: Well, well that's it, man. You, you asked me why I didn't pursue it. And one of the reasons was now this is not your fault or anything. (laughs) One of the reasons was I watch you. I hope it's not my fault. (laughs) What are you talking about? Well, here here it is. So I watch you and you're so freaking good at doing what you just said, right? Portraying humanity. It's, it, oh, acting
1: that's nice of you to
0: say acting is so hard everyone out there if you've never I mean it's not like doing a little skit in Sunday school or something like that you know people acting, don't realize how hard it so is it's so hard and how much
1: work it is yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, you know I, I will say this I am I don't consider myself I, I you know I'm I've been doing this a long time I ain't brilliant you know I ain't no Olivier you know um, I think I get the job done but it's hard and it it's takes a really lot of hard. work. Yeah. For me, it takes a lot of work. You know, they say, oh, how do you memorize the lines? And I'm like, oh, what's your trick? What's your trick? What do you take? There ain't no trick to it, brother. You there gotta ain't gotta no <laughs> trick to it, man. It's called work. It's called yeah. repetition. It's called saying these things over and over and over again, reading it yeah. over and over and over again, repeating actions and behaviors and things. You know, that's how you memorize and and there's other work that goes into it as well yeah and the research is a is a constant work and 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 it's
0: a lot it's a lot but but you know we all we all can see someone who's not a good actor you know we can all spot bad acting really easily but it's the good acting that you almost don't notice you know you forget that you're watching a play you forget you're sitting on on arguello you know you you forget you're sitting on gary you, you just, you're in it and that's what you have. I when hope it, you so. Know, that's what know. I'm trying to do.
1: You know, I whine about, you know, oh, I'm not famous. Nobody knows who I am. I can't get a table at a restaurant in LA, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> but in truth, as an artist, I hope that I'm invisible. I hope that yeah. you're not really seeing Kelvin Hahn. Yeah. You're seeing yeah. Captain Lynn, right. uh, the, the commanding officer of the fourth precinct down in lower Manhattan in New York. And uh, he grew up in the neighborhood, and he sounds like he grew up in the neighborhood. You can yeah. feel that from him. You can feel his love for his community, yeah. and I don't
0: know. Well, I mean, Don Johnson put you in six different episodes. If you sucked, <laughs> if you you know you know I people would notice. I, right, I, I couldn't suck. People would notice. They say this guy again. I hate this guy. Right, but you were so <laughs> you were so convincing. Right, no one noticed you the second yeah, there time There might around. be
1: there might be some people out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh there's
1: that guy i don't know what his name is but it's that guy again no, I, hope I, not.
0: I think that's the that's the key right is they trying to be when you become that character people don't see kelvin hanyi anymore you know they see the character
1: i hope see, i hope yeah. so i hope so because that's my job that's what you do is to be telling this story and to, for you to get lost in this story so that so that you can see parts of yourself, so that you can remind, you can be reminded of, as I said, of the, the human story of what parts of, of this that, that relate to you, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Now, I don't know if you have any direct relationship to this project, but around around this time, the 90, mid-90s when I, I met you, uh, was when Joy Luck Club came out and i I, i'm sure you you must have read for it i mean even i i read for a a non-speaking role for for a second there it was it was the thing right it was it was the big thing that was going to change everything that we know it didn't quite change everything but it was the first asian american full feature film it was a
1: step it was a step in the upward direction of yeah you know it was it was a first
0: a lot of first yeah
1: right um Okay, let me say this. Yes, I, I I auditioned for a role in that. There were very few Asian male they roles were, yeah. in that. There was really only one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was a women's story,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is a very good thing. But yeah. I also think that's one of the reasons why it was accepted and, and mm-hmm. it had the success and why that story rises. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think there's still a lack of representation in Asian AAPI maleness. Yeah, I, I think there's still a, a lacking in representation and shading in in mm-hmm. the representation of that.
0: Yeah, let's just, let's take a quick detour to the two thousands. Anything memorable okay. about the two thousands? You were getting more roles. I started to see you know one or one or two roles a year starting in the two thousands. But but yeah, like they just it was just, it was a desert you know, for Asian men, especially. I mean, if you didn't know martial arts and you didn't have a Chinese accent, you know, right. or it just, well,
1: also, you know, at that time, also, you know, all through the nineties and stuff, I, I continued to to do work with in Asian American theater. Mm-hmm. Even down here in Los Angeles, I worked with, East West Players and Lodestone, but Mm -hmm. always sort of contributing to the culture, the Asian American culture, by continuing to dabble in the voice of of these Asian American writers, uh, especially, you know, writing for theater, um, which which is more accessible. You know, at that time, there weren't any Asian American writers writing a lot of yeah. films and television
0: things like that right yeah you so you had a chance of getting a play done getting I had, had a chance right right getting a movie done was another thing
1: right and those were it was the only place where I could ply my trade my craft with characters that were you know full human beings right mm-hmm. uh you know
0: uh, yeah yeah you yeah. know
1: if I'm cast in a in a white American play or something like that yeah uh, what am I? I'm I'm the houseboy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or well, yeah. And in plays, you know, eh, I'm the I'm I'm the waiter, or I'm the right. You know, there's not a whole lot, yeah, for me out there in in white theater. Mm-hmm. But all through that time, there were Asian American writers writing characters where I could practice, where I could do my work, yeah. where I could be you know, a, a full human being, yeah. you know, a, yeah. a, a guy. So I continue to do that uh, mm. in my career. Th- there's not a whole lot of money to be made in doing small yeah. Asian American productions. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, work. In <laughs> small... <laughs> right. But it's my art. Yeah. It's my life. This art, I'm just, I've always been fascinated. Mm-hmm. This acting, it's like painting or sculpture, but the clay and the paints are your humanity is your emotions and your, your own life experience and your own body and your own uh, cultural and racial characteristics, right. Mm -hmm. Are part of what you bring to your basket of tools that you bring to creating these characters. And so, you know, the characters that I create They all a little bit represent people that kind of look like me or kind of come out of the same Mm -hmm. perspective, human perspective, as I come from culturally, racially, status wise, age wise, you know, and all of that. So, you know, I continue to to try to give representation to to these kind of Underrepresented people, characters, yeah, guys like me are very (laughs) underrepresentation, underrepresented in the media.
0: Absolutely, you know, a
1: a middle-aged Asian American man who isn't necessarily exotic, but he's kind of yeah, he could be your neighbor. He's he's (laughs) he's he's just a normal American guy with right, right. He's part of. He's so much a part of the bigger human story but he's underrepresented. You don't see him a whole lot. So, you know, yeah, my whole mission is representing that guy in all his many shades, right? In law and order. I'm a police captain, right? Uh, A first responder, an unsung American hero, right? Mm -hmm, He's, mm -hmm. he's a guy that came up in the community, right? He's uh, right now. I'm, I'm getting to play a lot of fathers. I play Ali Wong's father in beef. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the other day I went to the the premiere of Beef. Uh-huh. How was that? It was crazy. It looked crazy. It was, yeah. it, was it was crazy. Yeah. The there's a, a sort of a, a a symbolic gesture done by Ali Wong in the movie. <laughs> that I think I know it. She does it with her hand yeah. and a particular one her, finger. One of her fingers. One of her yeah. fingers. <laughs> uh and it is sort of this iconic gesture in the movie in the in the TV series. And I play her father and uh, on the red carpet, all of the photographers asked, they yelled at us, give us the finger. (laughs) So uh, uh, they've got, uh, all of a sudden they click, 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 click. (laughs) All the photographers took this picture of me flipping off the the camera. And so the next day, this is a few days ago, this goes viral and I've got all kinds of pictures on the internet of me (laughs) Flipping the bird,
0: uh, you did. You kid. did a double bird too. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, I
1: right. Well, they kept on yelling. They said, "Oh, Kelvin, over here, flip the bird over here." Because one photographer started it. One photographer said, "Kelvin, uh, give us the finger." And so you know, I flipped the bird a little bit, and then they all click, click, click. They all got you know paparazzi. They all got right. very excited. Yeah. Like, no, flip us the bird over here, Kelvin. Bird over here, <laughs> you over here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry we'll believe that. it. Don't worry. i don't can't believe that.
1: Uh, but yeah, that I'm serious. That happened.
0: Uh, now let's talk about beef since we're on that. Tommy, what a um, you know, talking about people with the golden touch. I I think Ali Wong can do almost anything she wants now. I think she has earned Netflix's ear or Netflix's wallet. You, you know, like, she's incredibly talented. Incredibly and she does talented, in,
1: and she's doing incredible work in this series Beef, because she's um. Uh, both her and uh, Stephen Ewan who yeah, <laughs> is a very 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 good actor yes he is you know uh uh he's an Academy Award kind of actor
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and Ali we, we haven't realized it before we we thought of her as just a stand-up comedian but she has been developing as an actor and what she does here is in in terms of tone it's this show is about road rage. It, two people get into this road rage thing. But the rage is expressed in, in many, many different ways. Uh, there's a lot of comedy, dark comedy in it, but it's very quirky. It's unlike anything you've seen before. And what Steve and Ally get, get a tone that is really quirky and, and weird and cringy. <laughs> a little bit cringy, as the kids say nowadays, and it's fantastic. You're gonna love it. Yeah. I think people are just gonna love it. I sat in the theater with a whole bunch of people watching it in the premiere, and everybody in the theater was just yeah. was squirming, was cringing. <laughs> everybody in the theater, you could feel them cringing,
0: uncomfortable in a good uncomfortably way, yeah. uncomfortably
1: <laughs> delighted.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen it yet, but are we at the point now where we're gonna see? Shows like this, where the all Asian, ca- or heavily Asian cast, but it's not a Chinese, it's not a Korean show.
1: It's not about that.
0: It's not about that. It's just a show with three-dimensional Asian Americans living their life and getting into nonsense. I mean, mm-hmm. Always Be My Baby was kind of like that, too. There was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly about a love story. There's a little bit of culture in there, of course.
1: Well, it's happening.
0: It's happening, right? We're
1: talking right? about it. We're talking oh, yeah. about it.
0: Like you're going to see stuff where, where you can be a dude, but you don't have to be an Asian dude. You're just an Asian dude in it, you know?
1: (laughs) And this is what I've been working for (laughs) since the very beginning. And it's starting to happen now. Again, just the other day I was just on television, right? So this is sort of mainstream media network television, right? I was on law and order, organized crime, you know, but, um, i'm playing a an average guy he's kind of a you know and uh and he's not exotic
0: yeah you know no accent <laughs> Yeah, no
1: accent and stuff you know which you know i i don't have anything against well-placed accents that are done well if it fits uh, the character yeah if it fits the character yeah characters you know right. uh i i did some interesting work for uh kung fu on CW because mm-hmm. I was playing a a character that he's a a, Ch- a Chinese national he's from he he's from China right but we wanted to do an accent that was elegant and mm. uplifting and uh if you see the accents that they do on that show you'll mm-hmm. see Chinese accents being done that are that are I don't know how dignified and huh. clear and uh-huh. you know, they're not like the accents that we remember bad actors doing back in the day (laughs) on TV that sounded like Sing Song, King Chong
0: stuff, right? Um, uh,
1: uh, I worked with a a dialect coach from New York that uh, we we did several Zoom sessions. I was in Vancouver shooting Kung Fu and in my hotel room on the days that I wasn't shooting, I would uh, Zoom with this dialect coach in New York City, coming up with this elevated, dignified, hmm. uh, clear Chinese accent, right? It, it's a it is a, a truthful, realistic Chinese accent, but it's it's dignified, almost Shakespearean in mm-hmm. scope, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it, it has this kind of depth and uh, and clarity to it. But it has a flavor of Chinese language, but it is in no way demeaning or mm-hmm. you wouldn't make fun of this
0: character at all.
1: Right? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. it, you know, it's similar to what Angela Bassett is doing in the Wakanda.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, thing,
1: yeah. right? Al- Angela Bassett is kind of trying to do this. Well, she is, brilliantly. She's doing this sort of this it's kind of a uh, african-ish
0: dialect
1: but it's elevated Mm -hmm. it's clear it's It's
0: classical yeah not a parody no it's
1: not a parody no it's not uh, no it's not making fun of anything uh it's uh it's very dignified and elevated Mm -hmm. and clear and again like um I hate to you know I, I hate to make the the metaphor this sort of white metaphor but it's shakespearean in scope uh-huh. it's in you yeah. know
0: yeah
1: I hate to say it in that way but you know what I'm saying
0: yeah You got coming up. You got I, I looked on IMDb. You got, you got some things in the light gray, which means they're in production or they're pre-production. Things coming yeah, out. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes I, you know, uh, there, there are some things in pre-production. You know, I just finished a movie with Todd Haynes, hmm. a very, very good film director. And uh, this is called May, December. It's with Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I don't know, it's going to come out maybe sometimes next year because Todd Haynes is a, (laughs) he's a craftsman uh, of a movie director and he's, he does some incredible photography, cinematography Mm -hmm. in this film. Uh, uh, It's based on the story. It's based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story
0: oh okay, okay okay
1: right okay yeah. I, I don't know this it's yeah. oh, may december i'm a right, teacher hey yeah, i know this. right right okay you know this right this <laughs> this uh white teacher who had uh had an affair yeah, like... uh some it's considered well with a her 13 year old uh, student uh, Vili Fulau. but this the names have been changed but the story involves right a may december kind of uh-huh. Romance, and uh, I play the the father of the of the young boy, and uh, so it's going to be very very interesting. Huh. So that's a Todd Haynes thing. Yeah. Uh, what else do I got coming up? As I said, uh, there's something on Netflix called Brother's Son that's coming up, starring Michelle Yeoh, and it's about two brothers, one that grows up in the United States, one that grows up in in Asia, but they they're both sons of a. Chinese triad mafia family, <laughs> okay. um, and so yeah, and so it, it kind of so there's some uh, fun comedy and action in that, and yeah. Michelle Yeoh, and I mean, so that's going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Beef is dropping.
0: Beef should be out by the time this airs. Yeah,
1: yeah, it should be. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey, man, you know when next time you bump into Ali or or Michelle, point her our way. We'll, we'll do an interview with her as well. So
1: next time I next time I bump into Ali Wong. I'm going to do what I've been doing. Whenever I bump into Ali Wong, I say, I say, Ali Wong, who's your daddy? <laughs> because, <laughs> <and> you, <laughs> That's awesome. I, isn't that horrible? And, you know, and and she is obligated to now, of course, you, say, you, well, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> because I, of course, play her, her father in beef. That's my little joke.
0: Hey, man, you know, I feel like we have to talk a little bit about everything everywhere all at once. I mean, just because it just happened, what, a month ago. Yeah. It. I mean, what what were you going through your mind? I saw you doing a little live commentary on Facebook. You're dropping, a, not live commentary. Well, but you're, I was just you're, having
1: fun, yeah. Yeah. I was watching the, the- What was going
0: through your mind with when you saw these beautiful Asian people? Some of them that you know, you know, some of them that you worked with. Yeah. What, what was your thoughts?
1: Um, It's a very emotional thing because- these are things that I've, I've dreamed of. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not ki Hui Kwan. I'm not that guy that,
0: yeah. you know,
1: that, that gets the award, but. But he kind of gets it for, for all of us. Uh, yeah. uh, like James Hong, mm. my, my Dai Lo.
0: Dai James Lo. Hong, yeah. uh,
1: if you want to know who uh, I do look up to uh, James, uh, who has had such a long career and uh, who I'm starting to have, I don't think that I will ever achieve the, what what he what James has
0: achieved. But well you'd have to live to be 105. You'd regime. have to live to right.
1: Well he's 93 90- yeah. <laughs> or something like that. You're not gonna yeah. it's gonna be hard to touch his it's his it's, it's yeah. tough to touch him. And by, by the time he was my age, he had already done yeah a, a lot of great work. Yeah. But you know his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, again, it just really feels like you know it's there he got that for so many people for yeah. for all of us for and so I'm I'm very proud of of these people and yeah. and for making those marks, there it gives me hope. Yeah. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, and I have not been able to be as successful as that. I'm not famous. I don't do the the size of roles that some of these people do, but um, because of their work, and because of the work of my brothers and sisters behind the camera and below the line. I have more opportunities now and yeah. I think I'm doing good work. Yeah, it might absolutely. not you know you know you know, I'm not the star of stuff, but um I hope that I'm I'm just laying in these these realistic, truthful characters again that they're unrepresented. Maybe you haven't seen this guy before, but now when you've seen him, it's like he's always been there. Yeah. He belongs in the – woven into the fabric of of American life. Yeah. Of our lives. Absolutely. of Of your experience of, of humanity. Yeah. You know, that's uh, – yeah. you know, so I still get to do that, and I'm very lucky that I get to, to well, do and that.
0: And, and I think just being able to see it, you know, to be able to see – like we were talking about the nineties, how we couldn't even imagine what a career in Hollywood might even look like. Cause there weren't role models to, right. but now you can, you're starting to see, you know, people who've made a living doing this, who've become stars doing this, or even just make a living, you know, doing it yeah. where there's, there's a little bit of a roadmap. Not, it's still not, you know, a well lit road, but there's a little bit more that you can see if you're, if you're a, 18 year old San Francisco kid, you know, you can at least point to a few people who've done it. You know, the Simu Lus, the Stephen Ewan's, the Calvin Han Yee's, you know, a few yeah. of There's people who've done it and made a living, you know, you haven't died, you haven't starved to death, you know,
1: And you know what, and let me me say this as well, and I've already touched upon this, but you know, some of these people that Amy Hill, you know, who's on Magnum PI now, and of course has had a a huge career, Dennis Dunn, who came out of Asian American theater company, you know, some of these people, you know, Theo and my friends, right? We, among other things that we share, we share things like accountants. (laughs) <laughs> we share things like, as I told you uh, yeah. before, Theo, uh, my actor friend, and we both came down here from San Francisco. We both are Asian American actors, right? He bought a house two blocks away from me. <laughs> my other friend, Jenny, bought a, blo- a house a couple of blocks away from me, right? Right. So, you know, those are signifiers beyond just your IMDB credits. Uh-huh. That means that community. People are, and- yes, yeah. there's a community. Yeah. We're actually making a living. We're uh-huh. actually there is this is the roadmap of the Asian American artist. This is it. You're yeah, you're looking at it, right? It it is possible. All the people that I just mentioned, you know, they they're raising families and uh, mm-hmm. Perry Shen. Right, who's on uh, a General Hospital yeah. right now? Right, uh, I, I just saw him at at Fyodor's party. Right, Fyodor <laughs> the, has these parties at his his pool uh-huh. with all the other Asian American, <laughs> all the other BIPOC and API actors and yeah. and and people. Well, he has these parties, right? And so there's this community, and I just saw Perry there and, and talking about you know, his kids, uh raising his kids, and like that. And you know, he's he's been ten. I think 10 seasons on <laughs> on daytime television. Yeah. But this is what you do. Yeah. You buy houses and you can raise kids. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. This is the American dream. Yeah. This is it, right? And we're here just as much as we're here. We're yeah. here.
0: You we're out here. <laughs> we're
1: here. Yeah. We bought the we bought we bought here. Yeah. We bought it, right?
0: Yeah, you paid for it. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. right. We own a piece of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you know, just like yeah. when Jay Leno came to town and when, right, all of, right, uh-huh. you know, everybody else, you know, right, but this is yeah. where we've come.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, it's cool. It's cool yeah, to yeah, see yeah. the hardware. It's cool to see, you know, the, the, the foundation. And there's not just one, there's not just one roadmap too. you know, we talked about voiceover and, you know, I know Phil's done it and you've done some Korean drama voiceover. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah,
1: I, you know, that's uh, something that has, for me, late in my career uh has exploded just like, recently. Hey. <laughs> I, yeah, we're buying American uh, American media is buying a lot of worldwide international content. Yeah. And and I I've just slipped into a lot of yeah, dubbing, English dubbing for Asian content
0: that's being shown on
1: Netflix and Disney yeah.
0: and-, and And you know not that it makes a, a big difference uh to them, like the actual finished product you know what 20 years ago they just would have had a bunch of white people reading these roles right because right. who cares it's a voice right and you don't have an accent you know so what difference does it make
1: right we're, we're not playing these with accents right. or anything like that but i think that there is a richness and a depth of character and understanding that and Asian, even an Asian American, an AAPI, yeah, brings to that job when they're reading and seeing storytelling drama, you know, whatever it is. I uh, I yeah. also did some work on uh, some reality shows too, like uh, like Physical One Hundred. I oh, voiced yeah? one of the yeah. actors on there, right, right, <laughs> okay. yeah, the the married guy, the the big guy, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kim <laughs> with the, the big guy, and uh, uh, Incredible Attorney Wu. Uh yeah. I voice. Uh, a judge on on that, and then okay. uh, I'm in. Uh, I'm also in uh, Money Heist, Money oh, Heist yeah. Korea.
0: Uh-huh. I watch all of these. Have and you now- watched all of them? Yeah, well, I watch yeah. them in Korean with the you subtitles. You watch them, great. But- which most people
1: do, and I understand <laughs> right. that. That's great. But, but if you ever want to have a kid, you're there because right. <laughs> Listen, me and the group of other artists that that do the dubbing, I think we're doing better work than the old uh kung fu films the yes. shaw brother kung yeah. fu films in the, in the 70s i think yeah yeah, yeah. hey my kung there. fu is better than your kung fu <laughs> you know you know yeah. i think we're doing better work i you know and you know i take a listen to us because i uh, i, I yeah. think we're doing pretty good stuff yeah. Yeah. and you know and we we bring we bring all the necessary things to the, these characters yeah. and I, I don't think you'd be embarrassed yeah by, no, you know, by you know, and, and if it keeps
0: you in the industry, it keeps you in the business. I'm, I'm all for it, man. Whatever, if the Korean wave goes as long as it can go, I'm, I'm all for it. You know,
1: it's just international. You yeah, know, it's um, huge. Uh, you know, the the Money Heist franchise when it starts in, it started in Spain and right. then it went to Korea and yeah. right. So this is an international kind oh, of man. thing. And I just went to uh, something at the Television Academy with the. Uh, the heads of the studios it was a question and answer uh, sit down thing with uh, the people from from netflix and from hbo and from uh, disney all the ceos the, the heads and uh, they're all going in this direction yeah international yeah. production
0: well you look at the you look at the map you realize hey half the world lives in asia so we, we got to tap into this
1: <laughs> right right and, and and it's also diversity of of streams of yeah. content streams, so that when we have a, a writer strike here or something like that, uh-huh. uh, then or a these pandemic, com- <laughs> or a pandemic, right? That these, this <laughs> yeah. is how these companies are now. These corporations are now covering their butts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I, I, what are we at? We're like at 90 minutes now. And I, I, I don't know how I'm gonna. Well, no, I don't want to cut anything. Got, That's the you problem. Got it,
1: you got, it. well, okay, you might have to make it into two. We got, you know no, what? I I'm, think I'm if people kidding. are
0: listening to us now, they've they've stuck it, stuck through it with us. They're gonna, they're interested. So I'm not gonna. We'll, I'm we'll cut sorry. This. I apologize. No, 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 no. I want it. I want the content. But the only thing is, you know, I, I like to keep I it just a little go
1: on and on. <laughs>
0: no nah, no nah. you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna keep going because if you're listening out there and you are enjoying these stories I'm just gonna keep going so we we talked about <laughs> Hollywood a lot but let me let me throw some lightning around. these in.
1: poor people out there.
0: <laughs> they can turn it off if they don't if you they don't can, like so you it turn can, it yeah, off
1: yeah yeah just go turn it off <laughs> Do your homework. It's not it's, like
0: they're paying for. They're not even paying for it. So you know, It's, yeah, it's, right. it's free content. It's so. free,
1: right? You're you're right. you're stuck in on the 405 anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're listening you to go? this in your <laughs> car, the 405. Where
0: Where do you have more important than listening to us right now? So. Yeah, no, nothing. All right, here you go. Ready? Lightning round. Uh, favorite role you've ever played?
1: Uh, oh my God, favorite role? I, there's too many. I, no, there's too many. God, I I have no idea. I you know I. I want to say something like the the role that I haven't gotten yet.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Pass. All right. Well, you know what? We'll go with Ali Wong's dad. How about that? <laughs> Ali
1: Wong's dad? I, I ain't complaining. Uh, you know, I ain't complaining. It's an interesting thing because again, it's not a stereotypical Asian dad. Yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, when I landed on set there, they said let's let's not do a whole lot of accent. You know,
0: uh-huh.
1: suppose you know he's an immigrant, right? Also, just with the the whole tone of it, it's 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 very different from the stereotype that that, that you're used
0: to. Cool. All right, what's a project that you are in that you can watch over and over? I can't watch any of it. <laughs> I well,
1: I can watch it if I skip over myself. I hate watching uh-huh. myself. I get it. I, I I do now. I do watch myself for the work.
0: Uh-huh, but I, for fun.
1: <laughs> no it's not for fun because it's not fun for me uh-huh. i watch with a very critical eye and uh you know i direct myself i still i'm still fascinated with this craft and mm. this acting art and it's still difficult to me i can't say that you know that i'm good at it now after doing it for so long i don't I don't think I am. Yeah, I disagree. And so I, I, I constantly, you know, I constantly practice, and, yeah. uh, you know, to this day, all right, now I've been doing this for what, thirty years, almost forty years, right? Yeah. Um, I still spend time and money on coaching. I get coached by some of the best coaches in Hollywood for certain roles that i have coming up to do certain kinds of work that i want to do yeah I, i'm i'm really serious about this
0: yeah yeah
1: this art this craft. shows man no, I, 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 I think it i am i just yeah. i i love it and i i love the puzzle of it the puzzle of the of the human of the puzzle of humanity yeah. you know because that that's what i'm that's yeah. what I'm working with.
0: No, yeah, I mean, no one can do it for 35 years. Calvin and not be good at <laughs> it. You, you're good. You are you are very good.
1: I'm good enough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. hey, man. You getting, you getting those Nash Bridges checks still. So something had to work. I'm
1: getting those Nash Bridges checks. Now. Don, Don, I just got a check a couple of weeks ago. I just got another check from old Nash Bridges check. Thank you, Don. If you're out there <laughs> listening to this infatuation yeah. podcast because I know Don Johnson listens to this. Absolutely. He week. listens. Yeah, absolutely. Listens no question
0: time. about it. <laughs> Up in Ohio. All right. I'm going to throw some names at you. This is just for fun. Oh, so oh my God. I know I you, I, I know you know these people. So I'm going to say, okay, pick one. All right. You don't have to justify it. Joy Luck Club or Crazy Rich Asians?
1: Crazy Rich Asians. All right. Crazy Fresh.
0: Rich Asians. Yeah. Fresh Off yeah. the Boat or Kim's Convenience? Fresh off the boat. With your guy Randall Park. Yeah. <laughs>
1: with my guy Randall Park. And I just did a movie with Hudson Yang. Okay. Uh called Honor Student. And it's a very timely thing. It's about uh, it's about gun violence in schools.
0: Okay. All right.
1: It's called Honor Student with okay. Hudson Yang. All right. Check that out. I've got that's coming out. That's that's actually out right now at film festivals. But uh okay. th- they're gonna do a major release. That's all right,
0: something. last one. Everything, everywhere, all at once, or Parasite?
1: I thought everything, all everywhere, all at once was—it's uh, a brilliant movie. Yeah, it's—it's it's deep. It's one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen. That they did so much movie in the amount of time that they did it in. Uh-huh. Just the the levels that that movie—the yeah. the writing is on—is incredible. Yeah. the directing of that movie. I don't know how you direct a movie how like you, that. Yeah, yeah. How do you direct a movie like yeah, that? Yeah. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not alone. <laughs> you're definitely it's not.
1: it's an incredible achievement in yeah. film.
0: Yeah.
1: I gotta say that.
0: Could you have guessed that we would have two Asian mainstream films getting best picture? <laughs> you know, one from Korea, one yeah. from America. That That's... I would not have seen that coming, you know. Even five years ago, I wouldn't have seen that coming.
1: I'm waiting for the 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 blowback from the greater public, like, oh,
0: we're sick of these Asian yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I, th- I was worried about Michelle Yeoh not getting the award because I was like, oh no, did of they? That? Did they give too many already? Oh, <laughs> you know, like, no, I know. I
1: know. I yeah. know. But
0: yeah, fortunately, fortunately. <laughs> All right, Kel, we like to end the interview by asking our guests to pick an infatuation. An infatuation is anyone in the Asian community that has inspired you. They can be living or deceased. Kelvin Han Yi, who is your infatuation?
1: Oh, I mentioned it already. I, I I'll, I'll go back to James Hong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James uh, longevity,
0: the body, and of his work. craft.
1: <laughs> his body and and his craft. You know, I've worked with him uh-huh. as an actor. One of the most incredible scenes that I ever saw him do was he did a scene in Sucker Free City. He did a a scene where he's tortured in a bathtub. That, huh. um, it was one of the most incredible things ever and i think very few people have seen that little piece that scene that huh. james hong did but it was incredible it mm-hmm. was inc- he's one of the best actors and you know he's given so much to the asian american acting community He was one of the guys that started east west players the uh-huh. uh the, the longest running theater of color in in, in america and uh, he—he's an inspiration to me.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. No, he's so glad he's still doing it, and so yeah. glad. And he's you know, a good guy. He's yeah. a good guy. <laughs> yeah, you know? that yeah. helps too. Yeah, you think? Yeah,
1: that- yeah. He doesn't have to be a good guy, but he is. Right. He well, have, you
0: know, maybe yeah. that's helped him over the year. You know, you don't stay in this industry, yeah. If you're—if you're a complete jerk, I don't think. No, you,
1: no, no. You have no, to. No. You have
0: to make friends. <laughs> no,
1: he's a good guy, and he's super cool. Yeah, yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, and uh he's very uh charismatic with with the ladies and stuff. Yeah, really. No, he's very charming. He's a All very right.
0: charming- James Hong. Yeah, really... James Hong, man. He's got it. He's, he's got it. He's got it going on. All right, on. man. That, I think that does it for our episode. Uh Thank you so much to Calvin Han Yee, man. A pleasure. Thank you so much. So fun. Yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen song. to this one fondly. Yeah, this is fun.
1: All right, all right. Uh, yeah, Just cut just cut it, no, cut it no, to we'll,
0: bits. we'll see, we'll see.
1: Cut <laughs> it, all my stuff out. Yeah, just have you well, asking the questions. Well, that's, all, that's
0: all we need. The, you, I, I yeah. could do that by myself. I didn't need you no, if I did that. No, no, I so, so, hey, everyone, you can follow Kelvin at Kelvin Hun Yee, or you can go to kelvinhunyi.com. Ye.com. Lots of good stuff there. Uh, lots of good stuff coming up in the future for Kelvin, so keep an eye out for him. Go watch him in beef. He's Ali Wong's dad. Uh, and, you know, one thing I do, I, I'm a biology teacher, so I show a movie every year when we get to the genetic section, just for fun, I show a movie called The Island, a Michael Bay film with Scarlett yeah. Johansson and yeah. uh, Ewan McGregor. And there's like, you're in it for like two seconds.
1: For two seconds. It, literally, if you cough, you'll miss
0: me. When you you, you pop up and I you say something person. like, watch your proximity. Watch
1: your proximity to to Scarlett and Ewan. Yeah. Right. I have I have a scene with Scarlett Johansson and yes. and Ewan McGregor. And I pause it. I say, I know that guy. <laughs>
0: I know that guy. He's from San Francisco, kids. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, keep an eye out for for Kelvin. I'm sure you've seen him and you'll see him again. Uh, thanks again for your time. And uh, everyone, write to us at Podcast at gmail.com and tell us where you've seen Kelvin. So tell us what show you've seen him in. And you can always follow us at The Infatuation Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. And, as usual, thank you so much for listening to us and on behalf of Kelvin and myself, we are we are hoping that you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. And we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye,
1: everybody.